This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. about how like we really let Ludacris sing the lyrics let me give you some swimming lessons on the penis backstroke breaststroke stroke of a genius do you ever think about Uh, that like we let him get away with that I don't think I know that song I don't think my parents let me listen to that one you know the song moneymaker I don't oh shake it like a moneymaker that's not it I need to make you a good, solid, mid-2000s, 2006 on playlist. Yeah, just stuff that I missed when I was listening to, like, anime soundtracks. I listened to, like, Enya, and I listened to... But that's not how you suck... That's not how you, like, suck dick. So He wants her to swim on his dick? Yeah. That's not... Let me give you some swimming lessons on the penis. That's not how that works. Like, what's sex act... Why are you thinking about this song? I've been thinking about it all day. <laughs> what else have you been... Have, I, I feel like you've, you've been thinking about something for the last several hours, which is uh, therapy. Uh, Yeah, so I, we're, it's Thursday. I had therapy today, and I'm recording a podcast. So really, this is living the millennial dream. At my appointment today, my therapist, who is lovely, was like asking me about how we're going to Vancouver in like three weeks. And then was like, what's the name of your podcast again? And without thinking, I just said, Puck Bunnies. <laughs> and to my surprise and delight, she pulled us up on iTunes right then and there in front of me. She just like whips out her laptop and is like, I'm going to Google you guys. Like literally, that is exactly what happened. That rules. Yeah. She, should, she should write us a review. She said that we, we seem very cool. That's not true. Good to know that we're fooling people on our face. She was probably just saying that to be nice since she's your therapist. She, yeah, probably. What if she said, this looks like it sucks? <laughs> she should have said that. Just knock you down a few times. Yeah, seriously. She's giving you too much self-esteem. I can't I can't make you be my best friend anymore if you have <laughs> self-esteem. No, don't say that. How was your day? It was good. I'm very tired. I've had like a, a big couple days. You went home. I went home to Texas. And then I guess there were like uh, tornadoes in the Midwest. Who could have foreseen? I mean, I don't think they should happen. I I don't like them. I missed my flight because of the tornadoes. So it's just been... I've been going to bed at like 2 a.m. for like the past two nights. And I'm like dead on my feet Because right of now. forces beyond your control. Anyway, I'm fine. Might be a little bit of a low energy pod today. But that's I'll fine. bring it up. I'm ready. Let's go. 
you have a knife. Oh yeah, I was holding. Where did it go? Uh oh. Uh oh. Knife. <laughs> what like are you A knife. <laughs> <laughs> Found it. I I got this little like is I guess it's a jackknife, like this little knife for Christmas. Why did you get a knife for Christmas? For hi- hiking and like camping and stuff. Because I lost my other that? one and I opened it, but now I can't close it. I don't know how. Okay. That feels like a metaphor. Sometimes I open mail with it. Wow. Okay. I open mail with my fingers because I'm an able-bodied woman. (laughs) Have you been watching the playoff hockey is my question. I have been. I I haven't been watching. You know, like, does it feel? Yeah. Maybe since last year, it was just like my first time watching it. It felt much more climactic than it does now. It feels kind of, I'm not like super jazzed. Are you? Well, last year was your first year really watching hockey. And Mm -hmm. the Caps were in the playoffs. I mean, like, they won the Stanley Cup for the first time. And Mm -hmm. you were talking to me about it every day. And I was, like, sobbing on a regular basis. I got, like, a lot of contact emotion from you. It was, like, secondhand investment in Alexander Ovechkin, which is totally understandable, I think. This year is different. Yeah. I mean, I've actually really been enjoying this series so far because I could not really care less about either of these teams. Like, I really have no emotional investment in either the Blues or the Bruins winning. Well, the, how, how how do you enjoy that if you have no emotional invest, investment in it? Because it's just, like, fun to watch. Like, no matter what happens, I'm not going to be mad. I need, like, stakes. Like, this is why I can't be in, like, a casual relationship. Wow. I know. But it's true, though. Like, I have to, like, I have to have something to lose Damn. for, like, me to be really into it. I should just be in casual relationships is what this means. I know. I think it's that. Like, you're you're okay with just low level, just having fun. I'm committed to so many other things in my life. Why do I? Me. Yeah, exactly. I'm committed to you. <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't have room in my life for another team right now. Although I am wearing a, my Boston Bruins shirt right now. I hate I'm it. sorry. I, like I, it. I truly only did it to piss you off. I hate that color. Oh, it's awful. It's dog shit. It looks terrible on me. I was going to say, it's it's not doing anything. <laughs> no offense. No, it makes me look like a, <laughs> it makes me look like a witch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that shade of mustard that looks really good on like one person. Because it's greenish. Like it has green undertones. The only worst color I can think of is like the Nashville color. That one's really bad. Oh, it's, that one's goldenrod. It's something, it's like a brown. I don't know. There's something That one's brown it. based and this is green based, I think feel like it's awful yeah it sucks but i have been watching it's an even it's an even even team even wow even score yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go to sleep directly after i this. feel like i just watched the gears of your brain <laughs> grind to get that sense out <laughs> you can hear like just the vowels like clunk into place <laughs> in my in my brain yeah the series is tied 1-1 what really sucks about this series is that the National Hockey League has decided that it's going to stretch this series out for like 17 days. What? It's absurd. I didn't know this. No. I know. It's, it's awful. I want it to be over. <laughs> I want it to be over. Um, so not like, you know, in the first couple of rounds where there was a game every other day. Instead, mm-hmm. every time they have to travel, they get two days off. I don't believe in that. They just played game two last night. And instead of playing tomorrow night, they're playing on Saturday night. So they'll play Saturday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday, Thursday. 
are they doing it because it's the same time as like the NBA finals? Is that they're what it definitely is? not doing it because it's the same time as the NBA finals. I mean, if they had their way, they wouldn't be overlapping at all. This is right. such a dumb choice. It is because it's just like, how are people supposed to like remain invested when it's happening very slowly? Boston had, I think, 11 days off between the last game that they played and the first game of the finals. That's why their top line is so bad. Like they're, <laughs> they're they're too old. Their knees are cracking. They need to warm up. So are we go blues? Oh, we have to be go blues. I think we have to be go blues. You know what Boston did. Yeah, I think we're going to have to talk about that. But so the series is tied 1-1. Great job, blues. Last night, they won in overtime and it was their first Stanley Cup final game winner in their team Good history. Good job. Uh, That's great. Blues boat. Blues boat. Here's who scored the goal. <laughs> we're we're learning a new blues player every episode. I it? guarantee you have never heard of this person. I have never heard of this person. Is it Bo- Boomeister? No, it's a worse, more made up name than that. Carl. Paglin. <laughs> it's Carl Haglin on his fourth team of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Good job, Carl. It was Carl Gunnarsson. That's a fake ass name. Is he Swedish? <laughs> He's gotta be. Who's who's to say? I don't care, to be honest. Yeah, really not inv- Again, not really in- emotionally invested in knowing this. Was he the guy they brought up uh, because Robert Thomas is hurt? Because I am very sad about that. I didn't see that happen live, which was really upsetting. I had, because these games start at 8 p.m., which is ungodly late for me. That is your bedtime. The Tory Krug hit on Robert Thomas I missed because I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth. What the hell? The bar that I was at last night like wouldn't put it on. They were showing the L word. The TV show the L, like old episodes of the L word. Were you at a lesbian bar? I was not. I was at like a sports bar. I mean like there are sports there sometimes but there's TVs. I truly would have called the cops. It was just so weird that I was like well you know if. I guess we're going with it. This is the vibe. It's like L word night I guess. <laughs> And, like, they briefly changed it to the hockey game after after someone asked to put it on. And then they put it back on the L word. <laughs> That's awesome. It's kind of cool. Uh, so, wait, did you see the whole Tory Krug thing? I saw it in game one where he hit Robert Thomas, like, with his, his helmet off. Oh, what, did, what did Bennington say? His pupils were really big. Jordan Bennington is such a dumb guy. I think we've just come to the conclusion that he's just on some real dumb guy shit. And, you know, we have periods... <laughs> so we we should be quiet but i think he's just stupid like i don't think that he's a mean or a bad i mean he's like a bad person but like he's just dumb i don't care if he's grown or not since the bad tweets right but he did say in a scrum the day after this happened that he's looked into tory krug's eyes and saw that his pupils were dilated and then decided to say Quote, I don't know if he's on something or not, unquote. It's always good to insinuate that another player is on drugs. How could he even fucking see his pupils? Like, that's just a patently ridiculous thing to say. But it was a big-ass hit, and, like, Boston loved it. I kind of loved it. I'm kind of scared of Tory Krug now. He's so small, and he's so fast. And he hit a child. He hit Keith's boy. By the way, <laughs> did you see the pictures of Keith Kachuk like on the parents' plane? That rocks. Robert Thomas is his favorite son. In order, it's Robert, Brady, their daughter, Taryn, 
uh, the dogs that I assume that family has. <laughs> and then all the way at the bottom is Matthew. Yeah, he like he wishes he every day he could trade out Matthew for Robert. <laughs> why is Matthew there? Like why he's 21 years old. Go get an apartment. Maybe he's wants to make smart financial choices and save his money. He's a millionaire and he lives in Calgary most of the year. I assume his cost of living is like pretty cheap. I don't know. I am really what I'm learning over this uh this series is that I'm just like fascinated with that family. I love the Kachucks. They're like dirtbags. They're just like a, a weird family. They're so mean to each other. I think I like them because even though two and a half of their children are professional athletes, <laughs> they seem very normal to me because they're just constantly roasting the shit out of each other very publicly. Almost roasting Matthew like too hard. <laughs> I worry about I worry about that boy. Anyway, this is a, a podcast about this family. Robert Thomas is out. I don't know how long he's out for. We also don't know what happened to Matt Grizzlick. I don't think you saw this because you were busy last night, so you didn't you didn't watch Team Two. But mm-hmm. there was a huge hit by Oscar Sunquist on Matt Grizzlick. Oh, I read about this. He boarded him, and it happened very fast, and like it looked very scary mm-hmm. because just like his head got hit hard against the glass, and you know he had to have a trainer come out and help him off the ice. What did he get? What two minute or five minute? He got a two minute minor. Is it getting reviewed? So I think because it was only a two-minute minor, that's why there was a hearing. That's NHL refing at its finest. I know. Like, that's hockey, baby. I think if it had been, like, a five-minute major and, or, like, a five-minute major and a match penalty, there wouldn't be a hearing. But they were going to discuss it today. They haven't said whether or not he's going to be suspended. That would be bad news bears if, they, uh, if he got suspended. You don't really want to lose anybody uh, during, you know, the Stanley Cup finals. <laughs> Oh, we're also very happy for Vladimir Tarasenko. He's had one goal in each of the first two games. He's doing so good. We're so proud of Vladdy. Catching on fire right at the right time. I know. I'm so proud of him. I love when that happens and you can practically hear them on the ice saying fuck you to everybody who was talking about like, maybe they're overrated. Maybe they're past their prime, you know? Maybe this this Russian enigma is mm-hmm. just he's not ready for the big time. It makes me think of that <laughs> wolf puppy tweet that's like <laughs> that one kicking a Furby through the <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up. Okay, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. It makes me think of that wolf puppy tweet. Kicking a Furby through the goals to score the winning points of the Super Bowl. Fuck everyone who has ever hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it makes me think of. That's like a real Audrey, like, tweet. That's (laughs) you. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like there's, like, a lot of fun, like, nice little storylines going on with the Blues. And then the people who are supposed to be producing on the Bruins are just not there. They moved pasta down to the third line or something like that right the thing about the Bruins is that their fourth line is unstoppable well you've got like sean corrali <laughs> you've got nordstrom those guys have been producing like nobody else on the team i don't know if it, it's the fact that they had like more than 10 days off in between series or what i don't think that this is gonna last like i think that they're gonna get going i think marchand and bergeron are gonna like start producing I don't know what it is. Well, it's certainly uh, their towels didn't get them rallied up. It's too bad. We have to talk about that. 
Christina, what happened with the towels? Well, at playoff games, they print off like little towels. I'm also like just sidebar, like interested in where these towels come from. Like, how do you print off? Is there a rally towel factory? There has to be one like in the United States. Are they all made at the same place? That's what I want to know. If you know, please let us know. For a while, I thought it was like in China, but like there's no way that they can print them. No, the fast. turnaround is so fast. Yeah. So they so they printed off these rally towels that were sponsored by Barstool Sports. Specifically, in their like announcement about the rally mm-hmm. towels, they thank both Barstool Sports and Dave Portnoy specifically. Yes. Obviously, the reaction to this was swift and angry. I mean, like, something that I have to remind myself of is it's not, I take it for granted that, like, people know that Barstool is bad. To most people, like, it's probably, like, 90% of people who, like, consume sports media, they think it's fine. Right. And, I, I mean, I do have a problem with that. I don't think that you should be consuming anything, even if you do think, like, PFT commentary is funny. I don't think you should listen to his podcast if, if that's how he makes his money. About a lot of people on Twitter got very upset. They reached out to the Bruins. Uh, a couple, Laura Wagner did, and several other. I think a bunch of a bunch of reporters did. Boston sports reporters, because it's literally their job, right? They reached out to the Bruins, and they're like, "What is going? Like, why did you guys do this?" And the the response that they gave everyone, the Bruins did, is, "We will not be commenting about this particular activation at this time." Did you read that? Yeah, I did. Which is just such a strange way to say. We don't want to talk about our sexist towels. <laughs> our misogynist towels. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really know this, but like, I, I guess a lot of people on the Bruins, uh, their press staff and like their comm staff are, they're really tight with the Barstool people. That doesn't surprise me because the one thing that is very evident about Barstool is that like Dave Portnoy is from Boston. Mm-hmm. He's a huge Boston sports fan. They give outsized coverage to boston sports teams i think they have like a red Sox specific either section of the website or like podcast or something they have mm-hmm. dedicated teams for boston sports so the fact that this partnership came to fruition does not really surprise me because of all the water carrying and free promotion mm-hmm. that barstool sports has done for the bruins right And it doesn't surprise me because, like, also there are plenty of hockey players and I'm sure there are hockey players on the Bruins who are tight with people who work at Barstool. 100%. I'm sure that probably most, if not all, people on NHL rosters enjoy Barstool content. It's just, like, a very pro, especially for NHL players, I feel like. It's it's not the same. It plays to the lowest common denominator. And they all fucking love it. They all go on spin chiclets. They they all want to be a part of that culture because mm-hmm. it celebrates, like, the worst parts of themselves. Right. And, so, I mean, we have plenty of friends who yeah. can talk the talk but are, like, avid consumers of the same thing. What do you mean? We have male friends who say all the right things and oh but i just really think pft is really funny yeah and like he is he's really fucking funny he's so funny like i have consumed barstool's content in the past like i've thought stuff they've done is very funny Mm -hmm. but there's always this terrible taste in my mouth afterwards because i know that at its core this company does not and these people do not respect me no, and they and moreover, they build their brand on harassment. On actively seeking to hurt people. Did you get any DMs yesterday? 
No, I actually, I think I retweeted it and was like, uh, okay. Yeah. I posted about it, but I wasn't directly like, this is trash to me. Yeah, I got several DMs of people calling me like a fat, stupid bitch who doesn't know what she was talking about. Cool. I know. What was interesting is apparently there's one that was just copied and pasted and sent to a bunch of female sports affiliated accounts. Tweeters. You'd love to see it. That's also because I think you got retweeted by Laura Wagner. I know. Thank you, Laura, for that one. Like, what what can you do? I mean, like, they build their brand on this. They build their brand on, like, this. I feel bad because you and I get harassed on a near constant basis online. Right. It's just normal now. And it's by by a very, like, strange segment of Twitter. Mm -hmm. But when this kind of stuff happens, it crosses over into, like, the mainstream harassment. (laughs) Normie harassment. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So we're getting, like, the irony harassment and the normie harassment. I love to get it from both sides at all I time. love getting it at both ends. I don't know. I don't know about you. I am just, like, totally numb to it now. I mean, like, it bothers me a little bit. But I can't imagine if you were just, like, some girl and, like, they just pile on you. I know. That's what makes me so sad. Right. Like, they can't take it. Like, I'm used to it. Like, I've been, you know, I've been dealing with this for, like, two years now. It's fine. And also, this isn't our job. You right. know, if somebody was piling on me, I think the one of the Boston sports reporters who originally like tweeted out what the Bruins official response was when mm-hmm. she asked them, the amount of just like garbage shit and sexist, racist, because I think she's Middle Eastern. Oh, yeah. Just trash that ended up in her DMs and like her mentions. I can't imagine having to do that as my job and i mean i've had i've posted stuff for my actual job before and and been harassed because of it but not not at that level not at that coordinated level yeah it's insane what what is also insane to me is that like it's the fucking stanley cup finals you could have found anyone to sponsor that rally towel well also it's not like they don't have any fucking money they could have just done it themselves yeah, this is a choice that they made. This is a brand they wanted to ally themselves with. You're an original 16. Yeah. You're not lacking in support. It was a choice. It was definitely a choice. Definitely leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Choices truly were made. We are not going to explain this activation at the, this time. That's that's like whenever I fave like a problematic tweet. That's going to be our this episode title. That's really good. It does. It makes you feel at a baseline level. Not only is this team or franchise and i mean if i was a female bruins like gung-ho fan mm-hmm. i would be furious because this makes you feel like at a baseline level this team this franchise does not respect me yeah and it's not for you you do not belong here that's the whole message is you do not belong here if you do want to belong then you have to like put up with like a certain amount of shit i love to have to prove that i can hang with the boys i've proven that i can't and that I shouldn't, I should only hang out with women. <laughs> I can't, I can't hang with the boys and that's fine. Uh, it's shitty. And it's, I mean, like, what can we say about it that hasn't been said already? It's just the same league bullshit that holds out hockey's for everyone. You can play nonsense with one hand and slaps you in the face with this shit with the other. Yeah, it's disappointing on like so many levels. Do you know what we should do? What? We should take some nice calls. Okay, so we got a text and it says, can you guys grade all the new coaching hires? The (laughs) the Sabres hired a guy away from an English soccer team, LOL. Oh. I read about that one. That's that's a choice. What to say about the new coaches? Literally every NHL coach 
is the same person. They're all white. They're all mm-hmm. in their mid to late 60s. They've all coached at least two teams before and have already been fired in disgrace and are making like their triumphant return to the sport. Can they not find anybody else? It's just recycling the same people over and over again. It's like 10 guys that are it's always out the of the same job. 10 guys. And this just goes to prove my coaching theory that they don't matter. <laughs> All they do is fucking set the lines, except big asterisk here if you are um, Rod the Bod. Yes. The only coach we respect. <laughs> he is valid. What were you going to say about the Panthers? Panthers, they get an A. I feel like they made a smart choice. I feel like they made a really smart choice. They hired QAnon. Yeah, so they have the power of the internet behind them. The power of 4chan behind them. That was actually so funny. So (laughs) the Panthers uh, have officially hired Joel Quenville as their head coach. He was the head coach in Chicago. Yeah, for like all their cup wins. He's like the second most winningest NHL coach in league history. He's a big deal. The Panthers hired him about a month or so ago. And to celebrate this fact, they put up these (laughs) billboards in, I guess, Florida. uh, (laughs) That just said, Q is here. (laughs) With like a picture of him and like a large Q. But it was mostly a Q. It was mostly a Q. The billboard was about 20% his face, 20% letters, 60% Q. <laughs> it was a really big letter. A really big letter. So when I saw that, my immediate reaction was, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Some 4chaner in Florida is going to see this and turn this into a QAnon thing. And wow, you were right. boy, oh boy, less than a week later, like people I work with were sending it to me who like track (laughs) this stuff professionally. (laughs) Because it was being posted on like these message boards. God, people are so, it like just astounds me all the time. The Q stuff in particular, Mm -hmm. if you're interested at all, just there's lots of podcasts and stuff about it. I find it fascinating just because I can't even like get into the mindset to where I would get into it. You have to have something very much missing in your own day-to-day life to go looking for something like that. Because all it is is like a series of rhetorical questions. It's just a cult. Like it's just cult mindset. Yeah, it's gibberish. So it's really great that they thought the Florida Panthers had found Q and made him the coach. (laughs) Follow the white rabbit. Uh, (laughs) Other than the QAnon thing, What I think is interesting about the Quenville hire is that I forgot that because he was a coach in Chicago, he used to coach Artemi Panarin when Artemi Panarin played for the Blackhawks right at the beginning of his career, right when he started like really taking off. So Quenville gets a lot of credit for like turning him into the player that he is today. Where am I going with this? I think I know, and it's that he's going to Miami, baby. My man loves the beach. He does. He wants he wants to tan his pacey little ass. There's been rumors forever that like he and Bobrovsky are both going to go to the Panthers in a package deal. And obviously this hire has only fueled those rumors. It's not a package deal. Like, that's stupid. I would like to see both of them stay together. That's by definition a package deal. Okay, but I don't think that, like, if... I would like them to stay together, but, like, I don't think they have to. I don't think that's, like, in their contract. That would be very silly. That's, like, some Mary Kay Nashley shit. <laughs> like, I, it's not. Um. So what about this Sabres guy who literally a, a month ago was working in a completely different sport? It just goes to show that, like, coaches don't matter in NHL. <laughs> yeah. Was he Leicester's guy? I don't remember. 
if you were asking me a soccer related question, you were asking the completely wrong person. So he was president of a Premier League soccer team. So he wasn't coaching a Premier League soccer team. That's really weird. He was running it. So this is Ralph Kruger. He was an NHL coach, actually, for the Oilers. Hmm. But he was a coach for the Oilers during 2012-2013 during the lockout. So he's only coached like 45 games, basically. Coach during the lockout is like that's like the best job. That is the best fucking gig. Can you, you don't imagine? Have to do anything. And a fun fact about how he lost that job is that he was fired over Skype. That's so. That's how you're gonna fire me at the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm so low energy. You're gonna be like, all right, I, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring Mallory at Sports Lesbian in <laughs> replace you permanently. Who else got hired? I'm like very not prepared for this question. <laughs> All right, so like we just said about recycling the same, like, 10 white guys, Mm -hmm. the Flyers hired a new coach, the Sens hired a new coach. I don't care. There's nothing interesting about them. Call me when they were coaching, like, a water polo team before this. I thought that the guy that the Senators hired was funny for some reason. He was hired away from the Leafs. DJ Smith. He was an assistant coach for the Leafs. He was their defensive coach. That's not good. I think Elliot did a good tweet this week that was like classic Melnick move to save money is to hire a coach who's also going to be there and DJ. <laughs> Fair, that's a good one. Great that's, content. It's a way home or you get it on the way home. But I mean, like what you were saying about coaches not mattering, I think it's really stupid to be talking this much about coaches before they've even started. Yeah. We haven't seen what they're going to do. We don't know. They're all just golfing right now. I wish I was golfing right now. You don't know how to golf. I also hate golf. What's fun about golf? What's fun about golf is not the golfing part. It's like the riding around in the cart. It's like getting snacks from the cart lady at the country <laughs> club. It's very, that part's very fun. And I think for men, it's about like getting drunk with your boys. It's about bonding. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the female equivalent. I guess it's like getting your nails done. No, it's not because like you don't get to get drunk when you get your nails done. And also, I, I don't get my nails done with other people. I like, do. It's more of a solitary. I mean, I do a lot of things alone, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like going shopping with your girls or something. Like it's a ritual. It's a ritual, right? And it's it's basically to get out of the house and you should be parenting. God, I fucking love gender dynamics. Ugh, me too. They're the best. So we got another text that said. On the issue of refs being replaced by drones or whatever, how about we eliminate the penalty box and make each player wear a shock collar and administer pain so that they writhe around on the ice for two minutes in lieu of going to the box? Would make the game more efficient and would deter penalties better. Anxious to hear your thoughts. That is certainly something that they could do. I'm very pro this. That's like some weird sex stuff. It's kind of cool. I'm imagining, like, from, like, the Hunger Games. Yeah. That kind of setup where it's, like, in there. (laughs) They have the collars on, right? Oh, they have the chip. Yeah, they should put a chip in all the players. (laughs) Download their brains. When you you commit a penalty, it knocks you out. Like, you're out cold for two minutes. (laughs) We're going to triple the rate of CTE in (laughs) hockey by, like, getting rid of the box. Yeah, you know, I I love a creative solutions to like a problem that has already been solved i don't think we should hurt them i think we should be nicer to them i'm torn (laughs) you want to see him writhe hi bunnies uh can you explain 
the Zodiac signs to me. I have no idea what you're talking about in 10% of most episodes. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Okay, well, this is like a subject for a whole like 45-minute podcast. It's important to note that to me and Christina, the Zodiac is fake. Astrology, fake. We don't believe in it. At the same time, (laughs) the stars have never lied. Yes. And I will say that like, okay, it's not real. It's lying to us. But I think it's a really fun way to do like self-examination. Reflection. Yeah. Like it's like a helpful framework to think about yourself and like think about the choices that you make. And I will say that the app, the pattern is real. The app, the pattern, if you have not downloaded it, I don't think they have an Android version yet, so sorry, but there are ghosts in that app that can see inside your brain. (laughs) I don't know how it's real, (laughs) but like every day Audrey and I will send each other like whatever it tells us and both of us are just like, this this is like aliens or something. It has read me my rights every single day of the week for the past three weeks. CoStar is like the big astrology app and that's what everyone has. It sends you like the pithy little messages take out your trash like trash person (laughs) and that one is like is you can tell it's very ai generated but the pattern is like i know all about your past childhood traumas let me describe it to you in great detail and i'm like how did you know (laughs) so yeah astrology is fake but it's also real and the pattern is definitely real do we want to run down all of the signs like really quickly explaining the signs to you they're divided into four quadrants air Water, fire, and earth. What are some common characteristics of each of the four? Okay, well, I should just say that Audrey and I are both water signs. We're both water signs. (laughs) Uh, So we have to tell each other we love each other like five times a day. (laughs) We cry all the time. You're very in touch with your emotions. Yes. And like, you have a lot of them. Very passionate, sensual. I don't know. That's true. I'm like recording this in like really dirty pajamas. I guess it doesn't mean I'm not sensual. Yeah. Air signs that so that's um Capricorn, Virgo, and Taurus, right? Taurus, yeah. So you're very grounded, just like the earth, and like you're very organized, blunt, not stubborn, but opinionated, yes, determined, yes. And then there's fire, which is Sagittarius, Aries, and Leo, Leo, yes. So these are like the entertainers, you love to be the center of attention. Big personalities. Yeah, you're outgoing. You have a lot of different interests. And then air signs, Aquarius, Aquarius. Libra, and... Gemini. They're all really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, They're really unpredictable. Mm -hmm. They like to lie all the time. All three of those signs, they love to lie. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, they're just going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Right. Which which changes all the time. Forging their own path. Yes. So those those are those are the basics, and don't believe any of the shit where it's like I'm a cusp. Cusps aren't real. That's fake. The dates of the zodiac don't change. Like, don't believe that stuff. All you need to know are your sun sign, very important, your moon sign, and your rising sign. So just if you're ever curious, just go online. All you need is <laughs> this sounds really simple, but it's actually not. All you need is the exact time and location of your birth. So text your mom. Yeah, text your mom. If if you don't have like the exact time of your birth, that's okay. You just won't have your rising. Christina, what's your sun, moon, and rising? I have a cursed combination of Scorpio Sun, Gemini Moon, Cancer Rising. Horrible just a lot of a lot going on there. so much water 
so much it's like i have every emotion but i'm not sure of what any of it means right and you want to be like 50 different people at the same time oh i do i do what about you i am a cancer sun libra moon leo rising so you're like really tender it's me uh like you're really obsessed with things being fair and like mm-hmm. you think really want to be the center of attention no i present as to people i don't know i present as being confident that makes sense because you have a very low voice yeah anyway that's the zodiac (laughs) we could spend so much time on this but we have to cut ourselves off okay so we've heard about the blues new puff this season and off the top of my head i think there are three or four teams that have team pups what other animals would be good matches for teams to get them hyped up for the season should the bruins have a rat oh and in asking this question of course i have to acknowledge the power of carolina's rally pig oh my god hamilton hamilton okay so just so you guys know it's the teams that have dogs they're all like working dogs they don't they're the blues don't just have a dog now they they don't it's not like <laughs> It's not their dog it's not forever. Their pet dog. I know. They're training them. They're all like seeing eye dogs or service dogs or whatever. Here's the thing is I didn't know that until now, like oh, 10 boy. minutes before. And I was, I'm like <laughs> really sad about it. What did you think was going to happen to them? You thought at the end of the season they were going to do like draw out of a hat who gets to keep the dog forever? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did think that. I don't know what I thought. I don't know. What, I'm like, where is this dog been? Where are these dogs been living? I guess now that I'm thinking about it, this each it's like when you take the chinchilla home from science class. Right, when you're exactly. All right. Well, first of all, I think the Canucks should have a hamster because I don't trust them with anything else. You know, like <laughs> they hamsters would, just die. They would lose it. Hamsters die. They run away. Like you kind of just take that into account when you get like a small rodent like that. Yeah, it's fine. Who would have a cat? The penguins. The penguins, yeah, would have like a black cat. I can see like like Sidney Crosby getting really into cats. Yeah, I feel like he has dogs, but I could see him with a cat. Uh huh. Crystal Tang, cat vibes. Oh, definitely, like mean cat. What about like a pet snake? <laughs> I think that would rock. Oh, a team should actually get a snake. How cool would that be? The Coyotes should get a snake. Which ones do you trust as <laughs> a snake? None of them. Oh, we have to get a WNHL team. You also would really need, like, a team that would get a snake would really need something to, like, drum up attention. Oh, wait, you know who has a ton of snakes? Oh. Brent Burns. He has, like, a fucking reptile ranch or something. The Sharks should get a snake to kind of regenerate their spirits after this year. Just borrow one of Brent's. Yeah. He doesn't need all those snakes. <laughs> Remember how for April Fool's Day, the stars made that video that was like, we have a team cow now? They should actually have one. They should have kept him. Where did he go? I can guess where he went. No. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. They should They should, They should. should have a whole farm. The stars dude ranch. Oh my, I would go. I would like to retire in the stars dude ranch. Just me and Jamie. Think like, about what off a great, ooh, what a great marketing idea that would be for like season ticket holders. You get like a weekend at a dude ranch with like John Klingberg. That would be so fucking weird. I feel like <laughs> that's like pimping them out. That's weird service. Yes, like, welcome escorts. to the NHL. <laughs> welcome to every casino night. Yeah, that's, I was about to say like, that's like the weirdest part of like NHL culture to me is that there's like a casino night where you can just touch them. It reminds me of like fraternity events. It's yes. very weird. Because like obviously none of them want to be there right. and like take pictures with a bunch of old ladies. Mm-hmm. Now if they were all hot young fans, they would love that shit. Must be tough. Your hair looks nice. Thank you. I'm getting it done next week. For our trip. 
I mean, like, not for our trip, for me. (laughs) (laughs) Everything I'm doing for the next, like, three weeks is for our trip. (laughs) So I don't know if next week is going to be our our last episode of the season or not at this point. Because we don't know how long this fucking series is going to go on. Yeah, like, if it goes five games, I feel like next week can just be our last one. But if it goes seven games, who can be sure? I'm kind of sad thinking about it being our last one. I know. Audrey, you know you can still call me. No, I think I can't. I think we need to cut cut ourselves off during the off season and just like ignore each other for three months. Keep the I relationship will... fresh. Like I'm like I'm like She's literally tearing, tearing up. up. She's tearing up. <laughs> you can't do that to me. I'm totally joking. I'll die. <laughs> also, we're doing like five podcasts in Vancouver, so we'll have content for people. Yeah, we'll have plenty of stuff of the summer. What I was gonna say is that. As we're gearing up for our last show, our second to last show, what I would love to do is have people call in, text in, message us. Let's do a big retrospective of what your favorite moment in hockey was this year. It can be your team. It can be the league. It can be your favorite Buck Bunnies episode. Yeah, it can be be your favorite thing that I've said ever. Yeah, that's right. It can be any moment that's been your favorite this year um, about hockey in general. I would love to do have our last show just be us talking about that kind of stuff. I think it'd be so fun. I'm talking about this like we're dying, but like we're not. <laughs> yeah. Also, like we're not like going to be done with the as long as Audrey and I still like each other. We'll keep doing like seasons. Fear not. I would like to do another season. What about you? Take your glasses off. No, you're they look weird. cool. Do I look like a cop? Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> you look like you're about to like sexually arrest me. <laughs> so if you want to call in and get in touch with us about that, you can call in or text in at 774-318-6952. Please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts. That's what it's called. That's the official name. Whatever. Get it right rebranding i get it we're on spotify we're on the other android thing um (laughs) i don't know you where else do people oh stitcher yeah stitcher fucking google us (laughs) we're everywhere google us like my therapist did you can follow (laughs) us on twitter at puck bunnies underscore pod or on instagram at puck bunnies pod no underscore you can support us on patreon I'm so sorry. We've been neglecting the Patreon because we've been busy. I'm going to do it. There will be some content going up there shortly at patreon.com slash puckbunnies. Christina, as always, it has been a pleasure. And I'm sorry that you're in a bad mood, but I just want you to know from one water sign to another, I love you. I value you. And I value our friendship. Oh my God. Stop. I'm going to come. I'm Audrey. (laughs) I'm Christina. And this has been Fuck Bunnies. Bye. See you guys next week. Bye.
Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Root Metrics second half 2020 U.S. reported three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.